0: What's up guys, this is your Not-So-Classified Millennial Survival Guide. This is your host, Dalton. And Katie. And today, we're gonna get into how to find that apartment when you move out of the house.
1: Yeah, it's probably one of the scariest topics, but also like the most fun topics to talk about. I don't know about anyone out there, but I do know when I went to my mom and dad, their advice was apartment hunting has changed a lot since I owned an apartment just make sure it has a fresh coat of paint and that was about as much as the advice that i had gotten from my parents which left me very clueless when it came to finding my apartment
0: yeah my parents also um were very lacking on the experience of finding apartments uh kind of very far away from home so um i had a very small batch of experience when i started looking so uh i think we with that we both gained a lot of experience because we really had to dive into uh tips and tricks of actually figuring it all out.
1: Yeah and now we're happy to be able to share them with you guys and hopefully if you are looking for an apartment or thinking about moving soon you're able to use some of the knowledge that we've gathered and even learn from other people about how to find an apartment.
0: That's it. So where do we want to start today Katie?
1: I think like the most important thing in the world to like decide before you even start looking for an apartment is whether or not you want a roommate. And I think that's like the biggest question in the world. I know for me personally, I do not have a roommate, but you do. So maybe you can talk about some of the pros and cons of having a roommate.
0: Yeah, I think uh, obviously right off the bat, obviously the biggest pro to having a roommate, all of your bills and utilities are cut in half. <laughs> so right off the bat, you're paying half of the rent, half of the water sewer uh trash, whatever else you may you know cable, things like that. so from a from a cost point perspective, if you're really strapped or um, not sure how much money you're gonna be able to save off of the uh, off of the bat, then, if you're really worried about that aspect of things, find a roommate because it definitely does help. And maybe even find two, like if you can find a, a three-bedroom apartment or maybe even a house that's up for rent. Um, from a cost point perspective, it's a great way to go to to really start saving money off of the bat. But there's definitely some cons to it as well. Um, I think you know you got to understand that you see these people every day and you do have to have some sort of a relationship with them. They're not just going to, you know, you're using the same kitchen, you're using the same, uh, (laughs) you're using the same front door. You're going to see them every now and then. So you have to socialize with them. And uh, there's going to be times where you might not agree with uh, some things they may say to you or, uh, you know, just, they may get in your way. (laughs) So it, it just depends what kind of people person you are as well. And, if you can uh, tolerate having one or two people that, you know, are around all the time.
1: I definitely agree with that. I mean, I had a roommate in college, so I do understand that experience, which is why I chose to actually live alone.
0: <laughs> a little bit more about that. You know, why, why was your decision made to, to live alone and um, some, some pros and cons to that.
1: So I wanted to live alone because at the end of the day, um, Like the one thing I hated that we had really big fights in our college about um, in college about was and I would even overhear it was one girl would constantly say, I'm the one who cleans this apartment. I'm the only one who cleans it. And it would be like me and my three friends like slaving over cleaning the apartment. I remember like one day my parents were coming up and I scrubbed my bathroom Our living space, I had went out and purchased like carpet cleaner. I don't know if anyone Mm -hmm. has ever used it. Like it's the arm and hammer powder that you sprinkle on the carpet. You leave it for like 15, 20 minutes and then you vacuum it up and it like smells really fresh and clean and it gets up a lot of that like dirt and gunk in the carpet. And she and her parents came before mine and she had taken blame, Um, not blame, but she's taken credit for like cleaning the entire apartment. And I was like, I can't do this. And there were so many days where I would come out to like make myself breakfast and all the pots and pans would be like in the sink and no one would clean their stuff. And it just got to the point where it's like, if my apartment's a mess, it's my fault because I'm the one who didn't clean it. And yep. the only person I can be mad at is myself. And yeah, that's,
0: think, you know, that's, that's definitely something that, um, from my perspective with having a roommate, um, there's a lot of times where, you know, I'm, am a, I'm a, little bit more of a neat freak than most people, um, especially most guys. So there's a lot of times where I'll come out and there's just stuff everywhere, you know, from the night before even, um, and it just it, it accumulates bugs, it accumulates a stench, and it just drives me insane. But the way I look at it is, if if a dirty dish here and there is the worst uh, problem that I have with uh, with my roommate situation, it, it could be a lot worse.
1: Yeah. I mean, I also had issues where like my roommate wouldn't turn in the rent that she said she would do, or she was overcharging us bills because she paid them late and wouldn't tell us. Uh So I just wanted to take, yeah, like I didn't have great experiences. So I wanted to be able to say like the responsibility is on me. If I didn't pay a bill, if I paid my rent late, if I didn't pay a bill on time and everything was late, like it's on me, like the late fee, I have no one else to blame, but myself.
0: Sure.
1: And that was what I really wanted. And like the main reason to like living alone But, like, also, like, the pros of living alone, it's I know, like, when I come home, who's going to be there always. Like, if my friends are coming to visit me, I know when they're there. I know when they're not there. Mm -hmm. I know, like, I'm always coming to, like, an empty apartment. I know where my food is at all times and I'm not worried that someone's going to go in there and eat, like, the cheesecake I purchased or whatever. Or drink my beer or my alcohol. Like, I don't have (laughs) to worry about that anymore. And I don't have to worry about, like coming home late and someone judging me, or even like being woken up by somebody else at like 2 o'clock in the morning or 6 a.m. Like I have, like there, there's no one else here but me. The only other time is when my friends are up to visit or my family. And like, to me, like that's fine because I, I love having guests, but it's not something I consistently have to adapt to. Um, the cons is though, like you are alone. So like there are days when you, you have a rough day and it's just like, you can't go knock on your friend's door to say like, Hey, like, can we talk? I had a rough day. Like you have to figure it out yourself, which is good and bad. Like you really like learn to build your own character. But like you you could also like, there are times where it is better to just like talk to someone. And as much as everyone says like, Oh, you can always call home. Like sometimes I call my parents and like they're busy people too. They have a lot of other kids. Exactly. And like, they can only give me like 20, 30 seconds of their attention or even like five minutes. And like, yeah, five minutes is great, but sometimes like I really need to vent, and it's oh, like a that's, that's 20, definitely thirty minutes.
0: You know, with a roommate, you have that that kind of outlet. There's, you know, I've I've gone a couple times where um, him and I even back and forth to just randomly, you know, you start talking, and then one conversation turns into twenty, and then you realize you're you're talking for three or four hours, and really just getting out kind of the stress of the day or the week or something that you know you know you've been hanging on to because you know, you don't know a lot of people when you first move into somewhere, somewhere new. So your roommate is kind of your only outlet, especially in my, in my aspect, um, because I had known my roommate prior to moving down too. So, um, yeah, there definitely is that aspect of having, having the roommate where it does kind of come in handy of just that extra friend when you need it. You know, even if you guys aren't the best of friends, it's just a a mutual agreement that like, you know, Hey, we, we can talk to each other because we are kind of, all each other have to come back to.
1: <clears throat> yeah, it's definitely like you. Ha- it does have its like pros and cons. And there are some days where like I miss having a roommate, and there are some days where I'm like, I am so happy I don't have a roommate. Like it's you get the ups and the downs, and I'm sure like you go through them too. Of like, I wish I lived oh. alone. To like, I'm so happy I don't live alone.
0: And there's there's days where I'm like, man, how much is a mortgage? I can, <laughs> I can make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, but and then there's other days where I'm like damn splitting everything is beautiful you know like it just it just it's a catch-22 you kind of either way you look at it
1: I think that's always when I like miss having a roommate it's like is when it's the end of the month and I'm like time to pay bills do I really use cable that often and it's like as I'm watching like guys grocery games (laughs) or like American (laughs) Idol or like whatever's on yes you do so it's like, there are some times where I'm like, ah, oh, this would be so nice if I could just split this with someone. Like, imagine if I just put half of this in the bank instead of giving it all to like the electric company or my like renters.
0: Yeah, but, it's uh, it, it goes quicker than you make it sometimes. It's unbelievable.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's why budgeting so important. So I think like once you actually decide, like and you create your own pros and cons list of having a roommate versus not having a roommate, Like once you figure out what is your best path, the next step is actually to like start figuring out like your apartment life. Like where do you want to live and stuff like that?
0: I think the biggest step after that is kind of just doing your research of not only obviously where you're going to get a job and you have probably, if you're looking for an apartment, have already accepted a job. Um, But, you know, looking into areas that may be a little bit less expensive than like in the downtown city area of where you got your job or close to your job, but, you know, just finding nicer areas that aren't um, problem areas or aren't areas of concern, you know, and then from there, kind of making, starting to make a decision of, okay, you know, this is a general area of where I can find something, or that's a general area of where I can find something. And that starts to narrow down, you know, your, your search for apartment complexes or apartment style buildings based on just overall area of where you want to be
1: yeah i think you're at like so like what dalton's talking about is like what i kind of called like my need to know category when i started my apartment hunting so basically it was like my location it was was the areas that i'm looking for apartments safe but also the next like big thing relating to location was my commute like how far do i really want to travel Monday through Friday for work because at the end of the day everyone's like oh it's only a 45 minute drive like no that's an hour and a half drive because you have to go to work and then you eventually have to come home it's it's not 45 if you drive yeah. 45 minutes one way often it's going to be 45 if not a little bit longer coming home and I think that's like really important to like figure out because like people are just like oh like, I know for me like I had a choice between two options of having a really, really short commute every day into work or living in an area where I knew people. And eventually, I was like, I'd rather drive every single day to work and have a longer drive and know people than have such a short commute to work that the only thing I knew was my apartment and my job. Um, That was definitely, like, really, really important to me.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree 100%. I just I think that's so key to just find a place that you're, like, you're going to be calling it home. So you need to be having a place where you're comfortable driving back to and driving like through different areas to get there where you're not locking your doors, rolling up your windows, you know, sitting down in the seat, hoping you get home safe. (laughs)
1: Yeah. And I think like another really big, uh, um, important thing that a lot of people don't realize is if you do live in a big city and you have a car, where are you parking that car? Like, is there street parking? Do you have to pay for a parking pass? Or do you have to actually, like, go to a garage and purchase a spot for a uh, six months or a year? And, like, that's another thing that could add into, like, your cost of living. Um, another, like, really big thing that a lot of people I think our age don't really consider because I didn't consider it till someone had mentioned it to me, actually, until I saw it on an app, and it was, like, the settle slash, like, don't settle list, and it was Like when you want to like get an apartment, whether you're living with a roommate or not, you want to create like your dream list in a sense. Like for those who watch HGTV, I'm sure you've seen it when uh, couples are looking for your home. It's like, what are you expecting into an apartment? It's like, for me, I was like, I, I want a living space. I want a kitchen area. That's like not a kitchenette, like an actual kitchen. I want my own bathroom and I want to be able to like have space to entertain my friends. Like I don't want a studio. I want my own bedroom and like i was like granite countertops would be awesome but it's not a make or break for me and like those type of things and i was like i want a bathtub i don't want like a glass shower because some days after work i just want a nice bath like to create that list because event like you're gonna like there are some places where you're gonna like this apartment checks all of my boxes yep and it's gonna be so over budget (laughs) and you have to like be able to learn like what you can settle for
0: i think i think that's the next the next step on the list too is is finding the budget and finding like and this is where it gets so tough because maybe you will find a really nice area where you're like man this is nice this is what i love and then you come to find out that type of area is eight hundred dollars above your budget
1: yeah i think that's like now that we speak about budget i think like the most important thing you should do Before you even start looking for apartments, is figure out how much your salary is, so that way you're looking for apartments that you can afford. Because a lot of people, like when you do look for an apartment, you have to remember, like, what your annual salary is that they show on a piece of paper of like, this is how much like we're willing to offer you or like you agree to. Mm -hmm. That's before taxes, so you're gonna be cutting off like a good chunk of that money.
0: Yeah, I think you know. And real quick too, and this is kind of a deviant from uh, the the apartment talk, but just to like let everyone know, I mean, people have been in the real world long enough and they see it. But when you get a when you get a base number for your salary, or you get a base number for you know what you're going to be making per year, don't automatically start deducting from that big number because it's going to be a few grand less than that once Uncle Sam gets his hands on it. So, like, just always remember to figure that into your budgeting when you're thinking about rent and, you know, all of your combined uh, assets coming together.
1: Absolutely. And, like, that's kind of, like, the beauty of, like, some of the, there are so many apps that I will go into. We're not sponsored by any of them. But there are so many apps that you can use, and I personally used every single one of them to compare apartments and find apartments, and they, like, really helped you out. But, so like on like the list that I call like my need to know list that I just want to review because they're so important at like I advise people to like really think about when they're looking for an apartment is the location the commute to work creating a settle and don't settle list how clean the apartment is like please do not take an apartment that has like black mold or rats or bugs like
0: Yeah. Chances are if, if they're showing you an apartment that's in that condition, it's not going to get any better because people who like to show apartments usually clean them up before they start showing them. So if your apartment does have like mold or issues or leaks here or leaks there and the, and you know, the landlord's kind of like, no, yeah, I'll I'll get around to it. Red flag, automatic red flag.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I think like another really big thing like that, I found out once I started looking for um, apartments is because I wanted to live in an apartment complex. Since I knew I was living alone, I wanted to make sure I had that safety and security of an apartment complex Mm -hmm. Um, was (coughs) the maintenance crew. Like if I did have a leak, like how responsive is that maintenance crew? Would I be waiting like three weeks for them to fix my leaking shower or like leaky sink? Or would I be waiting like three days? And Luckily for me, the apartment complex, I settled on. I am recently actually, this summer, I had a leaking uh, garbage disposal. That's the word. And I didn't realize that for months it was leaking because I was traveling so much for work and just for personal use that before I left for my family vacation, I realized that I wanted my whole apartment to have like one big deep clean. And I went underneath my kitchen sink to go get like my deep cleaning, like the Clorox bleach, the Lysol, like all that stuff. And there was black mold everywhere. And I was able to report it to my maintenance, um, to maintenance that morning at like eight o'clock. I went back into my bedroom to like wash off my hands and like change clothes. I had come out of my bedroom and I didn't even hear like my maintenance guy who had rang the bell, he had knocked on my door, and had called my phone. And by the time I like answered the phone, he was walking in my front door to fix the garbage disposal. And within two hours, the garbage disposal was fixed. He had cleaned off every single one of my like appliances and removed the black mold from my apartment.
0: So that's like a rare case of where the landlord actually did step up and, and take care of the business that needed to be done.
1: (laughs) I mean, like, like, I wouldn't call it rare. Like there are places that they do have a lot, but there are some places like, especially if you rent a house, like Most often when you rent a house, like the landlord has their own house to take care of. So like, it doesn't matter. While an apartment complex, like one bad review can like make or break your apartment. Right. Because if you get one bad review from one person, it's like how many people in this apartment complex can team up and like gang against you?
0: Oh, right. Exactly.
1: And it's just like, it's, and it can make or break an apartment complex. That's what's like, I found like so important for me. And I do recommend for people, like if you do, I go looking for apartments, like Ask them about their maintenance team. Like a lot of places that I went to, they had maintenance logs. Were they able to show me like dishwasher was leaking and the date it was called in versus and the date it was fixed. And it was usually like no longer than like a 24 hour period most of the time because they oh. had to wait for
0: parts to be ordered. I love I love my system. We have an online system where everything that like gets done, I either submit online for them to fix or they put it online for me to go look at. So I can literally bring up like, oh, hey, you know, maybe this this like looks like it's not working properly. When was the last time it was fixed? Oh, there's the answer. Three months ago, whatever. So like we have this awesome one line system that I can go check out and like at any time pull up information. And it's so convenient. And, you know, I think with this technology day and age, I think a lot of other people in apartment complexes are switching to it. So, you know, I just like you said, Katie, just be wary of your your uh, maintenance uh, logging because it's a very important issue. And the longer you be there, the longer you're, you're, or the more opportunity you're going to have for, uh, problems.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think I do agree. Like it's, it's like creating your list and just kind of like sticking to it. And even if like, you don't remember all of this, when you start like looking into it and like keeping it to the back of your head, like when you go looking at apartments, keep a list of like things you want to know about the apartment because a lot of the times like you'll sit down for an interview and you'll they'll talk to you and try to get to know you as a person to see if not only if you'll fit into the community but also to see if like you're able to like do that I know for myself I had to fill out three applications I filled out three applications and like one of them like I knew from the bat like I was praying I got that application I got accepted and it was just basically like them checking to make sure like I had a job. I was financially sound and that I wasn't just going to live in this apartment and not pay rent for X amount of months. Right. So that was like really awesome. But one thing that I think is super cool that we've been talking about actually is apps and like how you find your apartment on apps. Yep. Um, I know for me personally, um, I don't think you use an app at all when you look. For I was, yours.
0: So for, for the people out there, um, I was super, super lucky in this, a whole, uh, apartment scheme, which is kind of why I've, I've let uh, Katie take the reins in a lot of this. I lucked in and jumped into a job where um, a very good friend of mine had already moved into an, a two bedroom apartment down here when I got the job. Um, so I, I contacted him. He's like, uh, hell yeah, I want to split the rent. See you on Wednesday. And I moved in like that next Wednesday. Um, so my my whole <laughs> apartment searching was uh, slim to none. Um, I know the ins and outs of filling out the paperwork and I I do live in an apartment. So I I know, you know, about everything maintenance wise and from that aspect of apartment living. But uh, when it comes down to really narrowing down the search or where even to start the search, um, Katie is definitely the A plus manager on that one for this, this episode.
1: (laughs) So as like I have talked about in like past on past podcasts, I actually accepted my job and was basically told I had three weeks to move to, I had a month, sorry, one month to move to move from New York to my current location. The issue with that is people like you have a month. You had so much time. I had just started day one of a two week vacation. Mm -hmm. So I knew that automatically in my free time on my vacation, I had to start looking at apartments and For those people who don't know me, I am very stubborn and as the first person in my family to fully graduate college and to like move out with a degree and to get a job in my field was a really big deal to me. So I wanted to set a good example to my siblings that I could do this on my own. My parents really pushed me to get a realtor and I kind of said, no, I don't want to drop extra money on a realtor just when I can at least try on the app and if I fail on the apps I will happily get a realtor
0: then you have a fallback exactly.
1: yeah and I will like happily do that so for me I'd also like moved to an area so a lot of the apartments I found I was able to run by my friends and they were able to tell me like bad area good area so like I had that as well but police reports are also really important so a lot of the apps I used were apartments.com which okay self-explanatory yep. and again we're not sponsored by any of these apps i just we're, we just use them an app that i absolutely love and i highly recommend it is zillow rentals
0: that's what i've heard so my buddy um and and i'm, I'm just going to jump in here and just say a little, a little of my experience with it my buddy who runs um kind of his own apartment um i almost called it like an apartment ring but he owns apartments and um he even uses that to look to maybe places that are up for sale or, you know, um, one apartment here or one apartment there just to gauge his pricing because he trusts Zillow so much to have accurate and like very hard core information on it. So he he loves that app to kind of just always look at to base his own apartments off of.
1: So like the one thing that is really awesome about Zillow that I absolutely loved um so like i'm actually like logging back into my account to remember just because the fact that i haven't looked for an apartment in over a year um zillow actually i was able to put in my annual salary and look at apartments and zillow was able to tell me if the apartments i was looking at were way above my budget oh wow or if they were below my budget and they was able to like and i was able to put in my commute and everything in there So like, that's what I kind of found super awesome because it cut my research down in half. And since I was not um, able to work from home, I mean, since I wasn't home, I was also, I was just able to get as much research as I can while on the road. Like I, I was in Nashville and I was able to like look up apartments in the city that I live in and be able to like not even just, like, my city, but be able to, like, look up and see, like, what I can do. And, like, you create your own profile, and you're able to, like, look at all these rentals. And what's super cool also about, like, these apps, like, even apartments.com, and another big one that I used was Apartments and Houses for Rent. <laughs> <clears throat> um, and that's, like, when I wanted to look at houses, but another, Is that, like, cool that's thing. An
0: actual, was, that's an actual app?
1: Apartments and Houses for Rent, yes.
0: that's Such a long name for an app.
1: um but what's like really awesome about all of these is one you can create an account and that's kind of like where your preferences come in so i know for me like apartments.com like i'm able to like create a list of like apartments i've saved but also like if i want to like start looking for an apartment Mm -hmm. you can go like filters and it's like the minimum amount of rent you want to pay or you can even set up the max amount of rent you want to pay how many bedrooms are you looking for are you are looking for like a studio apartment one two they even go up to like four plus bedrooms
0: now can how many you, I, now can you also choose like i guess this is probably out of their realm but roommates or it just goes by bedrooms
1: so it just goes by bedrooms i've actually like i've seen people find roommates on bumble like bumble has like a bff
0: feature yeah you were talking about that in our last episode
1: yeah bumble has a bff feature where you can actually like find a roommate and like some people even use Craigslist to find a roommate <laughs> um huh. i've heard but like it uh, it's like it's really awesome because awesome
0: of roommate one yeah
1: question. but what i loved about like these apps is like i was able to like find like the things that like i was looking for and wasn't ready to set like able to settle on like I said, I was like, my apartment absolutely has to have a washer and dryer in it. I don't care if it's in my own apartment room or if it's just in the building. Like, I need to be able to, like, go use that.
0: Right. Absolute necessities.
1: Yeah. And I was like, I need to be able to have parking. Like, for me, like, things that, like, weren't mandatory but, like, would have been nice is, like, if I could have a pet. So, like, a cat or a dog, if it had a fitness center, and also if it had, like, a dishwasher, like, those are things that were really, like, not mandatory, but would be, like, really awesome. And they were able to, like, help set me up. So that way I could just figure out all those without stressing while I was away. And right. the best part was <clears throat> on these apps, which I found probably the coolest feature is, yeah, a lot of these apps have, like, hundreds of photos of your apartment, of these apartments. And, like, some places, so, like, don't be freaked out, have, like, they're called like um, showcase apartments where it's like they have the apartment and what it looks like based on the layout and they just deck it up to like what your apartment could be. It's okay to add like to look at that and be like, I'm in love with this, but it's also okay to be like, can I see the actual apartment I'm going to go see? Right. And like that I think is like super important um, to, to ask, but these apartments actually had 3d models where I was able to like, feel like I was walking through the apartment and physically able to like see the ceiling. So like if I was in a unit that had like central AC, like I could look up and actually see like the AC ducts or I could see if it was carpet or wood flooring and I can get a sense of like how much light was coming into the bedroom and the city side street and everything. And I thought that was so cool because, you know, as great as a two-dimensional floor plan on a piece of paper is, like it's a lot easier to just like visually feel like you're actually walking through the apartment. And those were like, and I went to go see a bunch of those places and they were identical to like what I saw on the phone. And that's what I really loved. And my mom and dad were like blown away by the feature. But that's kind of what I loved about the apps because I didn't see that a lot when I looked online, but I did like do a lot of research online. So if I found like an apartment complex on my phone, I Mm -hmm. would save it to my favorites. And I'd actually like when I did finally get home, I was able to narrow it down to about like 15 apartments Oh wow. Um, after like talking to my friend and like figuring out what was in a good area and what was in a bad area, um, I was able to go online and just like do research on it. like there are websites which I'm blanking on all of them right now but even when you go look at the actual apartment like or apartments.com and everything right. like they have like um, apps where they can basically rate the experience and like people write like honest opinions about it
0: like yelp for apartments so what you're basically saying is to if you really don't have an opportunity to go like see them in person your your best opportunity is to look on your phone
1: i still recommend you see them in person but it's easier to narrow it down on your phone versus seeing them in person Yeah, that's what
0: i'm saying if if the person is completely like way across the country and they're moving somewhere else then their their best opportunity to truly get a feel for what the space
1: as i was saying like the apps are super awesome just to kind of Get yourself a head start in the game, especially if you don't want to use a realtor like I didn't want to use, but also if you're moving like far away and you don't have the ability to travel every day or even spend like five days looking for an apartment, then the apps the apps are really great at just kind of getting yourself like a head start of maybe you don't even know what you're looking for and you're just trying to look at what apartments are available. And an app is, like, really great at just getting yourself in the mindset of, like, what do I want? And I know I I even still use the apps just in case that's, like, do I want to live here at the end of my lease or do I want to move type of deal? Like, they're so important.
0: Yeah, I think that's that's also the huge thing. It's, like, you know, just because you set one place or you settle on one place, you know, as your first – Apartment, you don't need to stay there. Um, it's not a long-term commitment. Your lease comes up yearly, usually for most places that I've ever heard of. So you know, always stay, kind of recognize the market around you and understand that you know, am I at the best place for me financially? Am I at the best place for me in like terms of standards? Like, can I upgrade without spending that much more money? You know, I think it's always smart to be. Uh, understandable of your surroundings as far as like the market
1: yeah it's 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 like forever changing especially if you live in a big city
0: oh my goodness yeah
1: it's I know like personally since I have moved there's been three apartment complex a complexes opened within like a five mile radius of where I live and like they are newer and they have newer amenities and like Newer experiences and like more things that I may be looking for. Right. But it's like, do I want to spend the money to like one move? Because a lot of people forget that when you do get an apartment, you're not just like, it's not like you sign the lease and like you get handed over the key. Like
0: <laughs> you sign the lease. All right. So let's talk about that for a minute, that whole process.
1: <laughs> so, I mean, for different, all changes for different apartments. I know for me personally, when I applied for my apartment, I had an application fee. If I got the apartment, the application fee went directly toward my... Um...
0: Journey deposit. Thank you. You are welcome.
1: Couldn't think of that word. Um, it goes directly there. Um, and for for those who don't know, what is the word again?
0: That old uh, good old security deposit.
1: Thank you. So, but yeah. your security pot deposit usually is is like some places do your first, your and your last month's rent as well as one month's rent extra, just so that way they can keep you. But please remember, if it's like if you have a lease for twelve months and on the twelfth month, like don't double pay your your real your no. landlord. Nope. Um, but for me, like my security deposit was is one month's rent. So, I had to pay on the day of my application one um, one hundred dollars for my application fee. Once I got accepted, that one hundred dollars went toward my security deposit. And once I got the phone call that I had been accepted, I literally had four days to hand in that deposit as well as my sign lease and big issue is because i am such a young person in the world they wouldn't actually let me sign my lease alone i had to have a co-signer so my mom is my lucky co-signer so my mom technically also owns my apartment which i find so ironic because she refuses to have a key to it
0: that's fantastic
1: now, she has an apartment she has a parking space <clears throat> and doesn't even have a key to it um <laughs> I think she knows where it is. This is it's pretty funny to me. I'm like, you, you don't even have a key. She goes, like, I don't I don't need one. I'm like, Okay. Um, but you do have to pay. So like on your first day, when like when you get there, it's like you pay I had to pay a key deposit as well. So there is like extra money. Like it's if you lose like the key that they give you, it's going to like you get charged because then they have to change the locks and everything. God forbid, like someone steals that key. Yes. So what I know
0: you're so screwed if someone steals that key.
1: Yeah. So I know what the secretary for me told me to do it was like, he's like, go to Home Depot or Lowe's. They have like a minute key. It costs $2 and just get three extra keys made.
0: Yep. Smartest and, thing you can do.
1: And I know for me, I keep the original keys they actually gave me in my safe box, my lock box in my office. Um, and I use the keys that I got for minute key on my own keychain. It's like, God forbid, I'm at a bar or anywhere and I lose that key. I still have it.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Um, but, like, I mean, the rent that key also works for, like, I have t- – I technically have three keys. I have a key to my sauna, a key to my mailbox, and a key to my door. I have copies of all three of those.
0: <laughs> yeah, as you should. I think, you know, like you said, most places do have those crazy fees that you just keep tacking on and tacking on and tacking on. And if you're not careful, they can really add up when you go to move out quickly
1: yeah especially if like you don't know how strict like your apartment place is so like another big thing that I do recommend is like a tip and trick for me um that I like did that I'm so happy I did is the first day I got my apartment bomb when I finally did get the key to my apartment before I even brought a bag into my apartment I walked my entire apartment and took pictures and videos of everything I have on my like laptop over um a folder with over a thousand photos and videos in it of me walking through the apartment of all the dinks scratches and nicks so that way like god forbid if i made bad relationships or even like at the end of the year they're very petty
0: oh yeah they can't say you have to do
1: they can't say like oh like here you have this scratch in the wall i can pull up and be like here was the scratch the day i moved in yep and even the guy who um gave me the key he was like check everything we check it but we i want you to check it too and he's like check all the light switches check to make sure the water works and everything and like the first time i worked there i found out that my shower um faucet stuck so i had to wait until they came to like fix my like my shower knob mm-hmm. um and it's like it's we, we turned on every light we turned on everything it's like that was really important to me also another fun fact for everyone Most apartment complexes, when they say they have AC, they have an AC wall unit, and that's usually in your living room, and it's very odd because it's almost very low to the ground.
0: Ooh, see, I'm spoiled because I live in a very new apartment complex. We have wonderful central air, and we have vents in every room.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think that's like one thing I really do miss, but for me, like it wasn't a necessity to have central layer because at the end of the day, I spend very little time in my apartment. I also have a pool. So in the summertime, if it's hot, I, I tend to just go to the pool and you have options lounge out and you know, it's, it's one of those like nice things.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. So I think like, you know, to kind of go in with the whole apartment uh, hunting or apartment finding Let's talk a little bit about the moving in process. How, how did you go about moving into your apartment once you finally got everything? Was it one big truck or how did how did you get everything from point A to point B?
1: So I'm really lucky because I have really awesome parents who mm-hmm. I took my car and we loaded up my car. My dad has a pickup truck, so we loaded up his car. And then I also have my mom's, my parents have one more like giant it's called the Yukon XL and we like stuffed that. And another big thing is like I got my furniture pieces, so I have like an entertainment system, a dining room table, and a chair that I all got from the wonderful IKEA. I made sure that I did not assemble those until I arrived at my apartment because flat boxes are a lot smaller than my giant entertainment system where my 65 inch tv rests (laughs) that would have taken up my mom's whole car versus the two boxes it came in right um so like i did that so i was able to bring a lot of the stuff but also as like i've said before like a lot of the stuff i like accumulated as i got here because in a sense like when i did move i didn't have a full-time job i had a part-time job so i wasn't making the money i'm making now so a lot of the money i had i had saved for making sure I can pay to start getting Wi-Fi and cable Mm -hmm. and making sure I can pay like my water bill and my electrical bill the first month. And so I like told my parents, so my mom and dad agreed that like as like a congratulation gift for like moving your first job. And like my aunts and my uncles all helped and shipped in. They did purchase my empty entertainment system. I had nothing in there. I think, Oh, I had my small 24 inch TV in there. Yeah. Um, so as some of you can picture that like a huge like space, it's like 85 inches having a tiny 24 inch TV.
0: That's what's funny too, about when we moved in, um, my roommate and I used everything basically that was in our college apartment, apartments and threw it all together. Ragtag teamed it together. So we had, I had like a small 30 inch monitor. I didn't even have a TV. I had a monitor for a computer and that was our TV for a couple months. Before football season was coming around, and we both agreed we needed something to actually watch football and rather than huddling around a 22-inch or a 32-inch monitor. So about a couple months after we finally moved in and started saving some money, then we purchased our 40-some-inch TV, which actually fills the, like you said, fills the entertainment center rather than looking nice and puny and way out of sorts.
1: Yeah, I think for me it was definitely just important to just figure out what you could even just have in a sense so I know for me I my my parents like I even there's some things that I know I need to add on to that I haven't like my mom bought me like a block to keep my knives in I have like two knives and (laughs) I know I need more than two knives and I have two frying pans and I know I need more than two frying pans especially when I have friends over and I'm trying to make like sausage and bacon and pancakes and i'm like i'm one pen short for this process right um and it's like those things and that's another like really big thing that i want to tell people like your apartment you're not i i don't expect nor do i think you should honestly have everything the first day you move in like it's important yet yeah, to have a bed like i know for me my bed came literally within um arrived when i got there we had it delivered that day um but I, I didn't have, like I have a two-bedroom apartment and my second bedroom went on and like went empty for the first
0: four months,
1: um, for the oh, first I, nine months. I still months. had my
0: twin bed from college a good year after I moved in because it just, it it wasn't horrible. It got the job done and I didn't need all those extra expenses. I think that's kind of what, to build on what you said, you don't need to fully furnish or have every little, finished detail done the minute you move in like you can build slowly on what you have and you know you don't have to have every single thing purchased all at once you can do it one week by one week and and then still complete what you need to (laughs) what you need in the end
1: yeah i think it's like really important to um just to see like in it sounds like what you do need what you don't need because i have some friends that are like this is so important to have in an apartment and they like never use it i know for me like the biggest things i thought i would never have in an apartment that are like the things i use every single day is i didn't think a doormat was all that important until it started snowing and it was rainy and muddy and <laughs> i have carpets and i didn't realize how important a doormat was I also didn't realize how important, like, a shoe holder was. And I'm not talking about, like, one that organizes your shoes in your closet. I'm talking about that, like, almost ugly-looking plastic square thing that sits by the front door and is, like, literally has a lip and everything Mm -hmm. to put your snow boots or any shoe you wear when you come home. Because, especially in the wintertime, if you have, like, wet boots, like, that has salt and, like, dirty mud and snow on it. Oh, it's it's
0: crazy how quick – mud can track itself in
1: yeah and it's just like it just and if you like leave that on like a wood floor you're gonna warp it and ruin it and stain it if you leave it on a carpet you're gonna stain it and seep through and potentially get mold but i think like the biggest thing is like you it's like for me that was like a lifesaver because my carpet was starting to get white and crusty and gross with just salt
0: yeah and it's easy to do very quickly the elements can come inside and ruin a hardwood or carpet uh, faster than you can stay on top of it. So, uh, just like I think the biggest thing is to get on top of the big things, like keeping your apartment apartment clean and ways to maintain that. I think are the biggest things to like invest in first.
1: Definitely, I think it's just important just to figure out what's really good for you and what's not
0: that's it so uh do we do we have anything else katie that we want to give to the millennials out there as far as apartment hunting for for this week
1: um so like one more tip that i'm going to give out as i'm like looking at my my all my apps that i i once upon a time used um i think it's really important i know for like you and i it's really easy for us to tell please make sure when you're looking at something it like it's a photograph and not a rendering because a lot of these apartments are like new and coming up and they have a lot of renderings and the renderings look super cool and really epic just their their renderings are not real life and make sure that when you do go to apartment hunting it's okay to want to bring a friend like even if your friend's not moving in with you just having a support system to ba- bounce back, o- back on I know I went apartment hunting alone I ended up facetiming someone in every place I walk through mm-hmm. and we were able to, they wouldn't give their comments because I went through with someone else from the company and they were able to give their comments to me in the car and be like, I don't think that's a place for you. Or I can see you living there and like doing this and that with you. Um But also just like, make sure it's a place you feel comfortable in. If you're just like, if you get this wrong vibe from the place, like trust your gut, trust
0: oh, your I gut. Have to. There's, there's nothing more to be said than to trust your gut in a lot of situations and one place it never could bring more true is apartment hunting
1: yeah and i think like the best thing like to like back to like the renderings like they look super cool and they look almost like photographs but i can assure you like if it's a rendering for um there's a good chance like it may or may not look like that when it's done Like, renderings are meant to, like, captivate and to bring people in, especially if a building is, like, being, like, built. There's so many things that could go wrong or change. So, like, just try to remember that as it all happens.
0: I think the biggest thing is, like, be smart. And um, if you get to a place and it was a rendering and it looks absolutely nothing like it, I would say 10 out of 10. Don't trust whoever (laughs) is trying to sell you it because they were lying to you from the start. (laughs) <laughs>
1: yeah, and, like, some places are super awesome and, like, really promising. Like, I love floor plans and being able to look at them and, like, kind of, like, pick it apart. Right. But also, like, just remember, online's great, but please do not pick out your apartment online. Like, create a list like I did and go see it in person. Like, make it a day, make it a weekend trip, whatever you want to be. Because you also want to get a feel of the city if, like, this is the right place for you.
0: Oh, yeah. There's nothing greater to be said than actually walking through a place walking through the neighborhood uh getting there getting back um there's just you should never choose it just by an online uh informational page
1: yeah and i think the other like best part too about it is like i'll leave you guys with like two more like tips and tricks like as teachers always just say there are no dumb questions there are literally no dumb questions when apartment hunting like it's okay if if you if
0: ask a million yep. if the
1: person is getting annoyed that you're asking 15 million apartment hun- uh, questions, walk away. Like please walk away. And then the last thing I am gonna say is also talk to if you're moving for a job, talk to your job to see if they will pay for part of your relocation. So like maybe you don't have as many people as I had to move you in. Maybe you had to get a U-Haul or something. Mm-hmm. If you talk to your job about paying a relocation fee and they really want you, a lot of jobs will be like, we can give you a $1,000 for relocating. And $1,000- dollars are so
0: open to covering that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it, and I even know like, and don't be torn Like there's, I know for me, like one of the things that I don't regret it, but I wish I considered it a bit more was talking to my job of, if I didn't find an apartment by the time you gave me, would you be able to put me up in a hotel until I found an apartment? Mm-hmm. and all that because like it's true like sometimes you get such a short period of time of when you need to move or be in a job that there are only so many apartments available and you don't want to be stuck in a year-long lease with an okay apartment.
0: Right yeah uh, and I've actually heard on, on quite a few occasions that uh, companies are more than willing to invest in a, uh, in an apartment or I mean in a hotel for you if you're seriously having trouble. So, you know, I think the biggest thing that, you know, we can kind of end on is just never feel never feels like you shouldn't ask a question. If you, if you're struggling ask, and if you know, your company will always try and help you and be there um, for you to get you there because they've, they've already, you know, pretty much at this point hired you. So they want to want you to work for them. So most companies nine times out of 10 will be there to, as a, as a person to lean on to get you in, uh, comfortably to wherever you need to be. So, uh, with that being said, guys, um, you know, if we, if we haven't touched on anything, uh, apartment hunting wise that, you know, maybe you want to know, or you want some tips and tricks on, or maybe you're even struggling with, uh, hit us up on our Instagram at not so classified millennial and, uh, on our Twitter as well at millennial underscore guide, uh, interact with us, tweet us, DM us, uh, just get in this conversation, uh, and hopefully, we can have some have some talks with you guys about apartments down the road of you know what you guys want to find out that we might have missed
1: yeah can't wait to hear from you guys have a great That's day it. and we'll you we
0: are the not so classified millennial survival guide we'll see you later